What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB, and we are talking all things Comic Con 2019 in this special episode. We'll be talking all the deets on new relationships, special episodes, and of course, the mystery murder of season four. Enjoy the podcast. So first off, let's talk about the top five things we learned during the cast time at San Diego Comic-Con. Number five is all the senior year info we got. So I'm and I'm sure you're also very excited about this. We're getting like oh my God, everything yeah, Riverdale season one, which we were asking for basically since I think the beginning of season three. Season three. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's so, what's so amazing is that, you know, we listening to their interviews and listening to the cast talk, they even sound like they're down to go back to season one. And we've been saying this since like the beginning of season three. We're like, guys, what ha- what's happening? Like the show's getting too crazy. Yeah. So to hear like KJ, to hear Cammie, to hear Lily, like even say like, we're going to go back to season one, like kind of times Riverdale high. It's just going to be basic ass teenage stuff. I'm so effing excited. And I can't wait to see what they do with it. Yeah, for sure. And to your point, like, it was almost as if everybody in the interviews were, like, saying it with a sigh of relief. Like, oh, we're, yeah. like, we're going oh, for back. Sure. Like, they like, sounded so happy. No more Gargoyle King. Yeah. Like, nothing. Like, they were all over that craziness of season three. You could just see it on their faces. Like, for sure. Like, KJ looked so happy to just, he's like, I get to play he's football like, again. All I want to do is he play football. He was so happy. He's like, my friend Charles Melton is going to be yeah. on set. Like, he was just so excited. He kept so talking excited. about Charles. He's like, we're yeah. going to hang out. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cute. So, some of the things that we should be talking about. So, they did mention there's going to be a homecoming game, just like in season one. And, of course, the big does one. Does homecoming happen? Sorry, we're not American, so we don't know this. But yeah. does homecoming happen in your senior year only? Or is it, like, every year of high school? It's every year of high school. I'm pretty sure anybody can go to the homecoming game and, like, the homecoming dance. Um, but mm-hmm. the homecoming game is usually in the beginning of the year, like September. Okay. Um, okay. And they have like literally like a football game or whatever games kind of yeah, kicks off like the entire party. season. Yeah. So okay. that's probably going to happen pretty early on in the season. We also have prom to look forward to because I know that we got like a mini prom yeah. last season, the junior prom. But that the senior was not prom, even. Pr- no. Like, let's not even <laughs> call it prom. We can't even talk about it. And he's no. going to get pierced. Um, no. But yeah. So we're going to get a prom, like a proper, proper prom, which is very exciting. Um, I wonder what the theme's gonna be. Fire and Ice Part Two. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: they don't need a theme. You know what I mean? It's like, true. It's if true. They, if they have all these other one-off episodes, like the flashback, the you know, the Halloween, the musical episode, yeah. like they don't need to like go and get lit for prom. Just be prom. Like just be yourself just and just be, be high school senior prom. <laughs> like we're totally down for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, our prom was uh, into the forest themed, like me and NBs, and it was pretty. Yeah, tragic. but it wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, like nothing. There was no like trees or anything. It was just like a banquet hall. So cool. Cool, cool. Anyway, that'll be exciting to see. Um, Another thing that is going to be in the senior year that I'm also excited about is like all these unsupervised house parties that they were mentioning during Comic-Con as well. It's true. And it's something that I don't think I really noticed it at first. And then I think they asked Cami Mendes and they're like, yo, like, where are your parents? And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I don't even have parents right now. And I'm like, oh, my God, she doesn't have parents. Um, You know, Cheryl Betty is missing Alice. Cheryl's been missing her parents for my time. Penelope's like gone. Um, so yeah, it's. I think it's going to be a lot of these kids in their senior year, but they don't have their parents. Right. Um, house parties, yes, like for forever. sure. I'm so down. Like, and also um, Veronica also mentioned that there's going to be a lot of like 
hookups happening at the Pembroke because there's no yeah. parents around. <laughs> she's like, like sexy time. She's like unsupervised visits. And then I think the interview yeah. was like, oh, like are, like KJ, you have a lot of scenes, eh? In the Pembroke. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, it's going to get <laughs> like, raunchy. Like, so he kept saying, he's like, it's going to get raunchy, yeah. guys. It's going to get raunchy. I just have to say, like the entire cast, the core five at least that went to Comic-Con, yeah. they were lit. Like the yeah, entire sure. weekend. You can tell they're, they they have such amazing chemistry, but like I think they're so over answering the same questions yeah. that they have to be playful and they have to make fun of it because yeah. if they just sit there and answer these questions like back to back, sure. back to back, it gets boring. Outside, right? like I would say outside of like the actual Comic-Con panel, all the interviews I watch, they like fuck up every interview. They're just like, we're going to well, talk about marshmallows now. Like they just like yeah, randomly talk about stuff. Yeah, it goes off. Um, but I also think the panel was on the Sunday. So I think by the time they got to the panel, they had already been asked those questions yeah, like a million 100%, times 100 yeah for so, sure yeah um another thing to look forward to is apparently the archies which is the band in the comic book is now coming to life with the core four picking up guitars and keyboards and what do you think about this i mean i so ras specifically said that it's going to be for a battle of the bands episode so um I'm kind of excited just to see what that's going to look like on the high school level. I know that you're not a big musical fan, but in season one, you know, KJ, or I should say Archie, had a few moments where he was like playing the guitar at the talent show and doing all these kinds of like little musical moments. And I think the talent show was a cute idea. I love the talent show idea. I don't get why the Battle of the Bands is coming into play now because like there is no band. Like, Well, no, you're absolutely there right. Was the- you know what I mean? Like the the talent show would have made more sense, yeah. I feel like. Um, and it would have been a cool way to like bring back the Pussycats for like one episode, well, you know? And that's the thing. It's funny that you say that because RAS, when he was mentioning the fact that the Archies was coming to like life, he did say that in season one, he wanted to have this like Ar- the Archies versus the Pussycats. But like now that all the Pussycats are like dead and gone, like... It's pretty upsetting. Yeah, yeah. It just reminds you that there's this hole. Exactly. There. That there's this hole of a, of a musical component yeah. to the show. Like, they really were the musical, like, band of the show. I seriously and wish gone. that, like... So it's like, you're bringing back this, like, this like theme, but you're forgetting, like, who started it all yeah, in the first place. It's true. It's true. Um, the Vixens, as you mentioned, are going to be back on screen. Um, but in an interview, it sounds like oh my Betty. God. Lily is so over it. So she's over it. so done. She's like, she's like, yo, Betty's like doing all these different things. Like, why do I have to be a vixen on top of all of that? You know? So it's really interesting to see, hear her perspective as Lily Reinhardt saying, like, I don't even like yeah, that. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that, like, now that they've, they've they're vets, right? They're in yeah, season four. Yeah, they can kind of call the shots a little bit. So I think, I think they can push back on their characters and their roles and be like, no, I'm not telling you that. that. I don't want to be the fucking cheerleader right now or anymore and i think like the team they kind of just have to go with it and be like okay cool like fine she doesn't want to play this role yeah we'll figure it out like another way so like betty has better shit to do apparently yeah it's just yeah apparently her focus this season is going to be helping her brother charles at least in the beginning to get her which makes total sense yeah Yeah. Yeah. she's fucking busy she doesn't need to be a fucking fixin'. But anyway, um, another big thing, obviously, is applying for colleges. I know that Veronica, who who's played by Cami Mendez, mentioned that, um, you know, that's going to be one of her storylines uh, this she's, season. Yeah, she's applying to Harvard. But this is my question to you. And we both we all know this, right? The college years are probably the hardest years yeah. to figure out just because it's like, how does everyone stay in the same town in the same world? Right. Um, and she kind of brought the same thing up too. Cammy was like, okay, but what happens? Like, yeah. I can apply to Harvard. Maybe I'll get in. 
And then, like, by mid-season, like, I'll have to come back to Riverdale. Like, it's not going to make right. sense if, like, she's away. Right. And, and to everyone else, right? Like, so I don't know how they're going to do it. Unless they decide to do spinoffs at that point in time, which I think would be a really cool idea. But I just yeah. don't know if they have the budget for know. it or if it makes any yeah. sense. But Like, I can definitely see Cheryl having her own spinoff at this point because yeah. she's such a strong character and she has a huge fan base. But I don't see them all, like, breaking off, you know? That's it's true. Just, it won't make sense. That's true. But I don't know, because uh, even RAS was asked during an interview, you know, like, what's going to happen in season five? Like, what are you planning to do? And he did say, like, he's not really sure. They were throwing some ideas around as to what to do. Um, I still think that what we had said during our last video, which you guys should check out if you haven't yet, um, we theory that it might be a flash forward and we're going to see this like, you know, this time jump of them finishing university and then coming back to Riverdale for another murder mystery, which is going to be cool. Yeah, definitely. I can see that happening. I just don't understand how like as Roberto or even the whole creative team, like you created a story about high school, right? Yeah. About these kids in high school. How did you not already think of like what to do when they're done? I mean, I guess it's all depending on how, I mean, for one, I, I'm assuming that they didn't even know if they were going to get picked up for four no, seasons. And, and, <laughs> no, and of course not. And you never know if you're going to get picked up, but I think yeah. I would still, and I'm sure he does. He's just not saying it. I'm just, you know, whatever. Maybe. I'm just being picky, but I feel like as a, as a, as a creator, I would at least have a, have a couple of ideas of like where it could go right. if they got picked up and yeah. they got to season five and they were out of, and they were in college, you know? Like, That's true. That's true. I don't, I honestly don't even know what that would look like. And I don't know if I would yeah, appreciate a show too. like that. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. Cause I feel like it does yeah. center around Riverdale and I could you know, definitely see a flash forward. I think, yeah. that, I think that'd be the coolest thing. Just skip that shit. And like, you know, especially now that we're getting, you we'll get used to the flash forwards in season four by season five, like a full season of flash forwards. It'll make sense. It won't be like out of nowhere. Um, Another random thing that I wanted to mention because it kind of has to do with high school because Veronica's going to be applying for colleges. Yeah. Hire him is still in jail. And one of his master plans is to send paparazzi to Veronica's school so she gets in trouble. I think, you know, I'm really over this Hiram versus Veronica storyline. I, I, I kind of was waiting for a season where we got, you know, the dad that's really supportive and that's like really backing her up. And it's like maybe Penelope. Um, Hermione becomes a parent that yeah. isn't as supportive, but I'm kind of over this Hiram storyline of like he's trying to like sabotage his daughter's life, especially when it comes to school. Like, since when does he want her to like yeah, not get like into a university? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I get exactly. like them fighting against each other, and I think that is kind of cool, but how far do you push it? She's like an 18 year old girl, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, that's a little bit of a side thing before we move on to our next point. I just wanted to mention a few new people who are going to be joining the cast at Riverdale High. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, most importantly, I feel, is we get a brand new principal. Principal Misha, honey. Yeah. And do you want to give a little bit more tea on this, NB? Because I know this is um, a special one for you. The tea is very, very delicious because <laughs> it's played by Kara Smith, who played Jack McPhee on Dawson's Creek. Yes. And I was like freaking four when I watched Dawson's Creek. Yeah. So don't even like I don't even know how I understood everything that was happening. But <laughs> um, he was such a cute character. He was the openly gay character yes. on Dawson's Creek. So that was a big thing that was like, huge. at that time. That was major. I don't know what year that was. But it was, it was like a long time 90s. ago and it was, yeah, and it was like huge and like crazy. Um, so for him to come now into this show and I'm wondering what kind of role, like he's playing the principal, yes, but like 
you know something's gonna happen something's gonna happen like, they wouldn't bring this freaking like beautiful man onto the cast <laughs> if it wasn't for anything else but like romance, so what what do you think it's gonna be like what are your theories my money my money is on a kevin storyline okay okay just because he was such an iconic like openly gay character at that time right if they're bringing him back, not to say that like that's the only thing he can play, it's just like, plus there must Kevin be has been lacking in storyline. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Kevin's already like slacking, so I feel like this might be a cool way to like bring him back in. Right. But like also like maybe he teaches Kevin like so many different things because like he's older too, but like <laughs> not him. old to the point where he's like a grandpa. All you know? the sex moves. I don't know. I mean. Speak- just about life too like That's how to true. like you know what i mean like life in a small town or like how do you get out of a small town kind of thing you know what i like, would I be totally down for that vibe actually i'm not gonna lie like no. now that you're saying it the way that you're saying it like them having a romantic relationship i don't know i feel like a principal and a te- like a student sounds like a, a like bad news but i do like the idea that like maybe he becomes like a mentor for kevin that's what i'm yeah i, I see a more that. emotional connection and it might lead to something else. I see that oh. because I think, I think we have we've had more ju- like we Kevin deserves more than just like a fling. You yeah, know? it's true. Speaking of Kevin's flings, um, it was also announced that one of Kevin's old flames is coming back, and if it isn't Joaquin, which it won't <laughs> oh be God. because he's dead now, then does that mean that Moose is going to be coming it's back? Moose. So Moose is like failed TV shows like done now, so now he came back to like Riverdale. Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. I don't. I mean, what do you think about this news? And who, I don't know. do you think I that think it's I'm actually ready... going to be him? I don't know. I think I'm ready because who else was there? There, it wasn't anybody on the show. But like, what if it was like someone that he knew in like junior oh, high or true. something? You know, like I mean, that could be cute. I'm down. Yeah. Look, I, I'm. I'm not saying anything. I'm just down for Kevin to have some really amazing storyline this season. Yeah. Preferably one that doesn't involve a romantic one because I want to see him grow as a person, not just like a person with someone else. I agree. Because that's all we've seen him go through, you know? And then when he was finally by himself, he got himself like in a fucking... Cult. into a cult like, yeah and like they they all left and like left it behind like what is yeah. like what's that saying about you bro like come on they exactly. don't even want you they don't even want you there he's gonna they're gonna have to do a lot of work on his character next season for yeah. sure so i'm gonna yeah. see I, it'll be interesting to see what they do with but him. you know what do you like i'm so excited for that because it's just that it's nothing like solving a fucking murder it's not like the world yeah, is ending yeah. it's like how do it's we get these problems. characters back yeah it's total people problems and like let's get back to like the characters that we knew in season one. Yeah. You know, like going to the movie theaters and like, it's just, I'm so excited. I, I like, really, really hope that they do it, do it right. For sure. Me too. Um, and finally, before we move on to the next point, Mad Dog apparently will also be going to Riverdale High at some yeah. point in time, joining the Bulldogs the possibly. Team, which I'm so freaking excited about. I'm like, He's and so apparently hard. we're going to finally get his name because, of course, you can't call him Mad Dog for the rest of the show. KJ was <laughs> like, so excited about that. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's going to get a name. I'm like, <laughs> what okay. do you think his name's going to be? Ooh, let's let's do this. What do you think his name's going to be? I'm going to say, like, Bryce or, like... Uh, yeah, Bryce works. Bryce is, like, hot and, like, big. Like, but it, that's what I mean. It has to be, like, a, like a name that suits him. Like a rough him. name. Yeah, yeah like, like Bryce suits him. Or, like, Rocky the, or... Yeah, that might be <laughs> like... Like uh, a Paul, maybe? <laughs> no, man, Paul. <laughs> Anyways, let us know what you guys think the name is going to be. <laughs> Comment below or let us yeah. know what you think that his name is. Maybe we should start a poll. Maybe like Max because like it's like Mad Dog Max. Or Ooh, something like I like that. Max. Max I'm into. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. Our number four goes to all the special episodes that are going to be released this season. We know of at least three that are, that have been announced. Right. Uh, and that is the flag. There's going to be a flashback episode. There's yes. going to be a Halloween episode. And of course, a musical um, episode. And a musical episode. So yeah. the musical episode, it's interesting because we learned a lot this. Um, I mean, not that we should be surprised at all, but this Comic-Con especially that not only the cast, but also RAS was very candid in um, saying that they do a lot of things as they go. Like they don't have a full fledged idea. Like I'm sure they don't even know who kill, who dies at the end of that like shot of season three. Um, and including the musical episode, a lot of people were saying, you know, asking RAS, like what musical is it going to be this season? And he's like, I don't know. It all really depends on where the kids are in their lives. And I'm like, how do you not know? Okay. But that's like musical? a little different. Cause like, not knowing who the key like killed person is in your series and not knowing what musical you're going to do are two different things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he might not have to really know what musical he's going to do, but like he should know like <laughs> who's the guy that's <laughs> who's, dead. Who's dead. But anyway, we'll talk about you that know? after. Um, but yeah, so we're getting the musical episode, which is now like apparently a tradition now in Riverdale. Um, I think um, they the cast all said Sweeney Todd at the same time. Oh, so uh, it's it looked and he he wasn't sure. Obviously, he didn't he didn't say anything. But like the fact that they all said that at the same time, um, and maybe it was like an interview or something. But they all said Sweeney Todd, and so maybe if they all like kind of band together and like convince him, like that might be it. I do love Sweeney Todd, so that so, might that, I don't know that'd yeah. be a cool one. Um, but moving on to the ones that NB actually cares about, the flashback episode. <laughs> Let's talk about the flashback episode. Yeah, I do like the musical episode. I didn't. I loved the ones that were the first two se- like three seasons. That's so true. I'm not hating on it. I, I did appreciate all the work that went into it, and and the cast was amazing. So um, it's still a fun episode to watch. Yeah, that's um, true. But fla- personally, flashback for me was my favorite. Yeah, 100%. Um, in season three. So. I'm very excited about that, what they're going to do with that this season. And Lily even says, like, it's not going to be the same time era as we saw in season three. It might be before or even after. So So, I don't know what that means. That's, like, really freaking cool. What I'm kind of excited about is maybe it'll be a flashback episode, but it will be with, like, the parents, but they'll be younger. Do you know what I mean? Like, it'll be played by the parents. Like, they'll use the parents. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. So, like, Like maybe right before they leave Riverdale or, like, right before they got married or something. Exactly. Because I feel like that's a part of the story that I want to fill in a lot because I feel like we got the high school, which was really, really cool. We got the high school. We got where, like, Alice got pregnant. Like, why do we have to see before that? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely want to see a, a flashback um if you guys haven't checked it out check out our conversation that we had with mark Consuelos, who plays hiram lodge um because he actually um said and i don't think it was a spoiler i think it was just him making an assumption that maybe this is going to happen and then when it was confirmed at comic-con i was like he could be onto something. So what he says in the interview is basically, you know, it would be really cool to have a flashback that really explains the relationship that Hermione and Hiram have um, and how it developed to that point. And totally, if totally. there's any more history that we need to uncover uh, to, like, to understand them. Which is like, it's been sitting there. It's like a gem of yeah, a storyline. Yeah. Like you really want to know what, where, how did they get to where they were? You know, how do they get to like these evil, crazy, right. like villainous people? I want to see that. And I think they gave you a little bit of phallus last season and the yeah. season before. And like that was like whatever. But 
I think now like to explore the lodges, like I'm so down for that. For sure. I know that they said also, I mean, RIS did mention that we are going to get an on-screen kiss by Phallus this season, but I mean, I don't really care anymore, but that's cool. I know, because you know what? Not that I don't care. It's just like they they fell apart so fast and like so drastically that I'm like, I forgot they even existed. It's true. Because in season three, like they barely had any scenes together. So it's like, and FP doesn't even go save his girl. Like at least if he went to save her, like it would have been a cool ending to all of that. But that doesn't even happen. He exactly. like goes back like with his wife. So like distracted it was doing very like weird. God knows what as the freaking yeah. like sheriff of the town. Useless. Yeah. So I'm still down for Phallus, but like yeah. you're right. Like the the, the taste is kind of gone right now. Like a for little sure. like it's not as they need lit. to like move us back into that. Like yeah. maybe yeah. maybe he helps uh, Alice with like the healing of like leaving the farm. Maybe. Or something. Healing but, with the duke. Like healing that duke. Um <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the next special episode that I wanted to talk about is the Halloween episode. Halloween, that's your favorite. Oh my gosh. So what's really cool, and this is the question that I, I always ask. I'm like, don't they ever like time out when the episodes are supposed yeah. to come out? Like what, what day is supposed to like, come out? You just need to look at and a calendar to know like when, yeah. when it's time. And I'm sure like they put like like the CW sends it like late so that maybe yeah. they've already written half the season, but like Anyways, Roberto said, he's like, Halloween this year, like, our episode falls on the 30th. Right. So he's like, it'll be so perfect for, like, to do a Halloween episode for episode four. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. I mean, that being said, to their defense, they have had, like, kind of fake Halloween episodes um, but here's the thing their show is already so like dark you know it, it's it's dark and, and and they love the horror genre like they do that a lot they play with that a lot so i think they're gonna have to really exaggerate the halloween part right. of it this year to kind of be like like get the pumpkins out get the like dance yeah. maybe they're gonna have like a school dance or something or like i don't know i mean um, they did say that they're gonna be dressing up so they're actually gonna be celebrating halloween in riverdale yeah. which they've never done before um yeah. there were so many freaking good buffy halloween episodes yeah i feel like they gotta take something out of those those like oh my god there 100%. were so many good ones so yeah, for sure come on guys do something um and also we did get a note that someone is going to die that episode but they, yeah but then he did confirm that it's not going to be any of the core four or cheryl so yeah maybe it's like maybe it's like um what's his face edgar Oh, because yeah. maybe by that point, like that, the farm storyline will have been like resolved or like That's, somehow resolved. Maybe. And they did say like he is going to come back this season at some point. Um, like right. Chad Michael Murray. So I can see them maybe killing him off like in the Halloween episode. Like how crazy would that be? That it's would like be cool. The end of the farm, you know? The end of everything. Harvest yeah. Moon. Yeah. 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 Is that a movie? I th- it must be. I know you, it's a game. Because you know they're going to base it off a movie. <laughs> That's true. It'll probably be called Halloween, realistically. True. Oh, they <laughs> like, like Mike Myers. Slasher style. That would yes. be amazing. I'd be down for that. Anyway, guys, here's all your ideas. Writers, get on it <laughs> if you're listening to our podcast. Um, number three is going to be talking about Lonely Boy. And we're calling him Lonely, Lonely Boy. Lonely Boy XOXO. Uh, because another major thing that we learned is our very own Jughead Jones is apparently going to be joining a prep school in season four so he won't be going to riverdale high also alert alert big news alert alert cole sprouse and lily reinhardt are broken up oh my god we what just you got gonna the do notification. Now? my god are you sad i am sad i oh, we were just talking about it before we got on the call but it 
is depressing. I feel like I love Damn. seeing them. I love seeing them together on screen. I think yeah, that so cute. you know, like finding out that they were dating in real life was such a long experience because they wanted to keep everything under wraps. And then when they were finally public about it, I was like, "That's so cute." They looked amazing at the Met Gala this year. Yeah, and they're super cute. Like literally, we found out like two minutes before we started recording that they broke up, and I was like, "I just oh, think no." It was funny that you sent that because we both kind of said like we kind of had a feeling. Yeah, I had a feeling because a she hadn't posted anything with him like in weeks on her on her ig true but also from comic-con couple of the footage like the videos that we saw like yeah they were they weren't even like side by side like they weren't really like looking at each other and i was like hey that's weird like i feel yeah. like you would innately like have this amazing chemistry with that person or like you would be beside them physically right but they weren't so i was like okay something's weird and then you like sent me the article and i was like yeah like it's not, over <laughs> it's over um not to say that like they're not going to get back together but this season seems like he might not be in, in their scenes and yeah. not around. So yeah. um, they did say that because his prep school is a little far away, he's only going to be in Riverdale on the weekends. Right, right. So I don't think they're going to have too many scenes together, which which may be a good thing of like not having them like awkward and like you know on set together. Or whatever. Exactly. That's what that was my biggest worry. As soon as I, the news broke, I was like, oh, those scenes are going to be so awkward because their chemistry is amazing. Um, on screen so i'm sure i mean people do it all the time people play you know they they play the character and they forget about it as soon as it stops rolling but you know like bughead that could be a natural thing that happens in the seat in the season and now that they're broken up in real life like maybe it'll be easier for them to be like let's write them separately you know yeah and and it's funny how these things start up because i think even with cammy and like charles he came in at season two, but like they weren't even together. They were right. they were nothing. Yeah. The minute they started doing scenes together in season three is when like it's shit started because it's yeah. like you spend so much time together on set, like you're bound to like see what happens and like what comes out in those moments. So yeah, um, I think this is like the perfect timing for Lily and Cole, where like maybe they won't have as many scenes together. Right. And like it'll give them like a nice break. A break but away from each my other. My question to you is like, are you down for a bughead break? Yes, I definitely think so. I think that they were the only long-standing couple in this show that haven't had. They had a few issues in season two, but past that, they um, they've they've been pretty pretty solid. Especially season three, they were totally fine, um, despite all the shit that they were going through separately as characters. So yeah, and seeing I think them that have shows a break, you like. Yeah, and I think that showed you like how strong they are as a couple and as a team. Yeah, yeah. And like I definitely think they're end game for sure. But like I do. I think I'm down for a switch up. I'm down for like a shake up. They got a little boring in season three because like they were just so amazing. Um right. like they're so meant to be together. It's just like I'm down now for like something else to like happen something different. And, like, to shake yeah. it up. Yeah. Do you think that Charles is gonna be involved in that at all? Like the fact that like Buckhead is but, like, maybe on the rocks. Why do they keep saying that Charles and um, Kevin are gonna have a storyline. Oh, is that what you keep hearing? Yeah, that's what everyone <laughs> keeps saying. They're like, oh, oh, like Kevin's gonna like be with Charles. Well, we did mention that also. You had mentioned that in our last podcast as well as a theory. Um, I'm totally on board for it because I thought. Damn, I did think I that's say that? Kinda, I don't yeah. remember saying that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> I don't know so who you're talking long. about, but you did say no, that. No, no, like they said, I saw it on Instagram again as I was like scrolling through our feed. Oh. Like someone else was saying, they're like, do you guys think like they're gonna be together? 
So no. I was like, okay. Check the receipts, maybe. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Check out the podcast. Guys, NB if had you want to know what's going to happen in Riverdale, just listen to a recap rewind. Like, yeah. it's here. We're like literally like- saying it for you. <laughs> we're probably secretly writing for the show and you guys have no idea. Like, we're probably I, writers. I mean, if, the we, if we had writers, if we were writing, then we would. Actually, be. I want to take that back. I was not working <laughs> during season three. <laughs> I we're won't take credit for that. The new hires, yeah. The shit show. Um, yeah. yeah, so just yeah. going back to the point that we were talking about. So he's going to be buying himself and the reason why we're calling this section lonely boy is because jughead no i should say cole sprouse um specifically mentioned gossip girl like upper east side prep school as kind of the vibe that we're going to be getting from his new school yeah i'm so down for that really excited about down um and it's going to be, I think, a rival team or a rival school for Riverdale High. So there will be like a bit of a crossover. I'm assuming that there's going to be some new characters that we're going to meet they, in his new school, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel bad for Jughead because it seems like he, out of all the characters, always gets thrust around to different schools. Like, that's remember? what I mean. I'm like, we've already had this storyline before with him. Yeah. Like, we had him to go to Southside. Yeah. yeah. Like so I was like, I don't get it. And I don't understand why he's going to a prep school. Like he gets a he gets a scholarship. I get that. But like I, like to do this right now seem and f- to, in the to, final to, year to, to Jughead, it yeah. just feels a little weird. Like yeah. if anything, it would be Veronica. Like she would get access to like some crazy like rich New York right. prep school and she would leave Riverdale because her parents are in jail anyways. Like exactly. I would think that it would go to her and not Jughead. But like I'm down to see, I guess, where it goes. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I was very shocked. This was one of the most shocking things to hear because they said it so nonchalantly as if we should have known that this was going to happen. I wonder if it was anything to do with like Cole not wanting to be in the show as as much, maybe. And you know what? I think that might have to do with something with their relationship in real life. You think so? I, I mean, not to go back to the real life again, guys, but I really do think that as soon as I've heard the news, I was like, maybe it does have to do with the fact that Cole doesn't want to be a part of the show anymore. And, you know, like Lily sees this as, you know, like her first big experience on television. And he's maybe like, this is not a big deal. I don't really care about anything anymore. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I can imagine him having that vibe where she's kind of like fresh and new into the world and she's like excited about everything where he's like, I'm over it. You know what I mean? So one of the things that did surprise me, and we can talk about this after too, in that flash forward scene yeah. um, that they do at the end of season three, apparently Cole was written into that scene with the core four. So like they were all supposed to be there in the yes. forest naked and like burning whatever. Apparently in the last minute, Cole, like he was like, no, I'm not down to be outside in the freezing cold weather. Like right. I'm not down for that. So for someone as an actor to come out and say to everyone else, like I'm not down to be on, on in that scene. Like that takes balls to like say that because like it sounds a little diva ish. It sure. sounds a little diva ish, and 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 now kind of to what you're saying, maybe he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Like he just kind of like, bro, like I'm not in the scene. I'm not in the scene. Like what are you gonna yeah. do? Fire me? Like you're not gonna fire Jughead Jones. Like you're like not gonna this- get rid of my character. So yeah. maybe he's pushing the boundaries a little bit to see like how much freedom he can get while right. still being on Riverdale. I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, it'll it'll only take a few more times of him acting like a diva for them to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna Misha Barton you and kill you off." So we'll <laughs> that see. was Misha Barton's own choice, homie. That was no one else's choice. That was her choice to die. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens to him. But speaking of that flash forward, that is our number two. We get this flash forward at the end of season three with Betty, Veronica, and Archie covered in blood and disposing of Jughead's little beanie hat. 
So the question is, is and then Jug- he kept saying, he's like, oh, I'm so happy that beanie's off my head. Yeah, yeah. He kept saying that. And I'm like, dude, why are you hating on your beanie? Like, there's, geez. Yeah, there's a lot of things that he had mentioned this season or during Comic-Con that I was like, he's so over the show. Like, he's done. Like, he doesn't care. Like, he's having a good time, but he's 26 years old. Everybody else on the cast is a it's little true. bit younger than he is. Yeah, he's been true. a seasoned, you know, you know, television person for a while. Like, I feel like he's not in the same headspace as they are. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he is trying to find some distance in the show. Um, but going back to this particular moment, um, the question of whether or not Jughead is dead, I feel like was a bit of a giveaway based on what you had just said on B with um, him saying that he didn't want to be a part of the scene because he was too cold. Yeah. Um, Cause that makes me feel like they had originally set him in, in they the had scene. Originally set him to be in the scene. And what was funny was the fact that, I think when he said, I don't want to be in it, they were like, oh, if, if he's not in it, it's going to make it look like he's dead. Right. And like, what a sick cliffhanger for season three. So I think they kind of took that in that moment they and they worked ran with, with it, it. Yeah. and they worked with it and it worked for them because like, yeah, now everyone's freaking out that like Jughead's dead. Um, right. So it ended up working out, but it was also like, oh, okay. So he's obviously not dead. If so he he's probably not the dead. Scene. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not too worried about that. We still don't know who who's died or what happens exactly. Um, based on what people are saying, especially like the cast themselves, um, they don't even know who they've killed off. So they—that's what I mean. Like, left how us can with you start this crazy moment? story and like not know who the death is? That to me shows I that it doesn't no really clue. matter who dies. Like and the person yeah, who dies right. is inconsequential. It's, like it's true. So that's not going to make sense then. You it's know? true. It's true. It's su- I mean, it, it would suck if that is the case, that they're just like creating these gag moments just for us to like wait that's and find out. That's what it out. is. Yeah, and then it, me- it makes is. no sense at the end of it all. Like, I don't know. We'll see what it's happens. Like, who was the Black Hood? We don't know. We'll get to that in like three seasons. Oh, it's Hal Cooper. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it was like one of those where like, okay, like. I mean, that one I felt like was a little bit more planned out. Like, it was this one more, spe- for sure. This it one was, specifically yeah. does sound a little sloppy. That being said, RAS hasn't himself confirmed and said like, oh yeah, we don't know who it's going to be. Like, I feel like him and his team have been really tight about it. They probably have an idea. They probably but, have an idea and they probably have like a couple of names, but that's what I mean. Like, if you're just going to pick a name out of a hat, like, does it really matter who exactly, died then? Like, exactly. You know? And it's and it's just, I, I think it's just funny to hear the cast at season, you know, by season four, like basically spilling all the tea on the writers and being like, yeah, they don't know what the fuck they're yeah, doing. They have, you know yeah, they I mean? have, yeah, like so many times in interviews, they were like, they have no idea what they're doing. They, they go, they, they write as they go. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just not something that I'd want them to admit if I was the writer of the show, Same. you know? Like, Same. I'd be like, guys, don't, don't beat me out. Like, geez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so going back to this particular point, um, we don't know much more about what happens this in the scene because they were really, really tight-lipped about it. We do know that we're going to find out what that situation is by mid-season finale. So um, that's what I expected because it isn't it isn't like the like it's not like prom night or anything. It's it says uh, homecoming, spring, no? wasn't it? No, it was spring was it break. Spring? Oh, okay, spring, spring break. break. So. We know that it's going to be happening like halfway through their like high school year. So that makes sense. He said that it's going to happen at the midseason finale. We're going to find out who dies. Um, and this is really taking a page right out of how to get away with murder. He's obviously yeah. a fan. Like, yeah. Yeah, um, because sure. he's not only just saying that it, we see that flash forward, but 
apparently we're going to be getting little hints and little moments in the beginning of every episode that lead up to oh, that it's final totally moment. How to Get Away. Oh my God. Which is exactly what How to Get Away did, right? Yeah. So um, yeah. it sounds like they're going to be using the motif. That being said, I'm going to plug it one more time, one last time. Damage is done, did this from years, guys. So check that show out too. Um, but yeah, I like that storytelling. Motif. And I'm not hating on it. I love no, it. No, not if at they, all. I but you really got to do it right. That's the thing. Agreed. You got to do it right. And these kind of shows with these kind of templates, you have to know your start and your end. You yes. have to. Yes. Because Agreed. the pieces have to all be there before you start production. 100%. So I don't understand how they don't have these little things mapped out, but they can somehow, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I yeah. trust that they, that they know what, I mean, I don't trust that they know what they're doing because <laughs> they watched season three. So I'm like, girl, do you? <laughs> really? I'm like, yeah. So, but, but I think you got to plan out those kind of that kind of format really well. For sure. Our final top five before we get to some extra points is Fred's final goodbye, which Aww. is the very first episode back in the season. And it's going to be called In Memoriam, right? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I think I, it's going to be. Uh, I'm getting like I'm going to be getting the Kleenex box out. I'm for like sure. going to be sure. ready to cry. It's going to think going to be a very emotional episode. For I'm everybody. really happy that they let us sit with it over the summer. And, and, and we we knew this was going to happen and they yeah. had to address it. We you know when the season came back, but we still didn't know if like they were going to replace his character or right. if they were going to. They were going to kill him off because so like, what is, do you do? So that is but, what's happening. Now it is like officially, yeah. officially confirmed that yeah. Fred Andrews character will be. It's like dead. heartbreaking. He'll, he'll like, I'm literally yeah. getting goosebumps right now. It's because it's just like it's big. Fred Andrews yeah. is a huge character in Major. Archie's like whole, you know, arc. So um, we do know that like um, Molly Ringwald is coming back to right. play like a full time mom to Archie. Um, And I think like even Roberto says like a really cute story where he was like, she called me or Molly like called Roberto and she was like, please don't get Archie to have some random uncle that comes to town. Like she's like, let me play the mom. Like, let me come back and like, I'll be there for him. Cause like, it's just not going to like, yeah. Like I was like, Oh my God, I'm like Molly. And he was like, okay, (laughs) like if you can come and play it, like come and play, come through. Right. Because maybe they were just going to do that, like bring in some random like brother of like Fred or something. Yeah, I can totally see You know what I mean? So it was really cool that she kind of stepped up and was like, no, like I want to play his mom. And and I think that's going to work out so well because we haven't gotten to see Archie and his mom a lot. So... And what I'm we so have seen, what we have seen of them, like by the tail end of the season uh, of last season, was really good. I love the chemistry was amazing. together. Yeah, it was. Um, she did pull through. Like she brought over like all these like special people for him to like get into school and it's, stuff. It sucks that like, you have to say it, but it almost felt like her acting and her role became bigger and more important once he was gone to us. Yes. Like he was still alive in yes. their world, but he was gone to us. And like, she just, I don't know, yeah. her acting was just like on point in that last she episode. Came in, like yeah. she came in like heavy and, and, um, it is and good. I can't wait to see him with like a, like a woman, like, like he's been with his dad the whole time. So like him being with a mom, like it's different, right? Like yeah. he's going to learn so many things. Like, and yeah, I definitely I think that it's it's one of those things where like, of course, they're not replacing his role as, you know, the father figure. But bringing another parent, I think, is necessary for Archie. Of um, course. And it's I think like that she plays it really well, too. And it's such a real like, you know, Cheryl has gone through. They've all gone through something yeah, like this with yeah. their parents. But like for Archie, our main hero, our main character of this whole series to go through something this traumatic and something that can change you, like it fully yeah. changes your whole like life. So I can't wait to see how KJ and like how Archie like how they deal with it in the season. Um, I just think that it feels it's a, real. Like it feels like a real storyline that like 
kids go through like you know it does but the thing is i feel like it's almost like i don't want even want to say poorly timed because you can't obviously time these things and or like set them up like this is real life and how they had to deal with it but um you know archie's character went through some shit in season one and season like end of season one fred actually gets shot and he's about to die in the beginning of season two um, you know, all of season three, he's like lost in the woods. He has to run away. He went to jail. Like a lot of crap happens to Archie. And I like, think- I just think it's just heartbreaking to know that they're, you know, killing off Fred. And now Archie's character is now dealing with the repercussions of that again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like it's true. Cause he season has two, he yeah. had to, he had to deal with the potential loss it's of his true. father. And now that yeah. he's actually gone, like it's going to be really, yeah. Outside of all of this, guys, obviously, I'm extremely feeling very respectful of the fact that, you know, this is a real person's life and how, you know, there's no way that they could have done anything better. Um, I just I just want to say, too, like, I think on the opposite side, like, I think this is the best time for this, not the best time for this to happen. But like, right. I think it all works out because I think Archie went through the hardest year of his life. And like now he knows or now he's learned to not fuck it up again like it's true his dad could have his dad left him with like the biggest lesson of all you're like, right you're they've right they've had so many good scenes together at the towards the end it's like now how does he honor his father by like not doing stupid shit like he did before so yeah i think this is the this is the like the best moment for this to happen to him and this to, like, will wake clear him up his and, like, shake him yeah. you know yeah for sure i i'm looking forward to seeing how they play it out and i'm really really excited about this episode just because i think that it's going to be it sounds like an amazing send off to Luke Perry and to Fred Andrews's character. So um, speaking of which, they're going to be bringing back Shannon Doherty, who played alongside Luke Perry in 90210 Beverly Hills. What do you think about that news? Um, Shannon Doherty? I don't know. Like, I'm down for it. Um, apparently, before Luke passed away, he like called up Roberto and was like, I want her to like come on the show. Like, I want no her to way. do like a, like a special guest star, like if it could work out or whatever. And then I think they just couldn't work it out. Like they couldn't fit it into the into the series. Right. And and so now I think Roberta was like, what a perfect way to like bring her in for the first episode. And like, yeah. I don't know what what role she's playing. Maybe like a long lost friend or something or like his college friend or something. Or, yeah. Um, so that will be really cute. To see I feel like it's going to be really screen. hard to see all these characters come back for him and he's not there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be really. Yeah, for sure. Gonna I think it's going to be hard to see Archie move on without his dad. Like, it's yeah. it's real now because. Up up until last season, like he didn't, he doesn't know anything. He's totally fine. He's Archie. So for KJ yeah. to have to go to that place of like losing a parent, like it's gonna be really sad for like his reaction and everything, you know. And he did say in a few interviews, KJ does say that you know a lot of his story as Archie is gonna be centering around him honoring his father's legacy. Um, so. Um, whether it is through his actions or whether he decides to like maybe he puts up a foundation or like I don't know like I'm really interested to see what they're going to be doing to make this like a very you know a solid piece in history for the show and for you know this actor's life too not to say that I want guys you I know you guys are going to hate me for saying this but not to say that I want this death to lead to like something else but like I do want this to shake Archie so much that like he can't find what he needs right now in Veronica. He mm. and you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> you want a Varchi break? <laughs> I want I want I want Betty and Archie. Like I want to see Betty oh, and Archie boy. this season. Here I want to see that happen. <laughs> I because it's almost like the death of his father takes him back to the kid that he was and like you know the what? little boy I, that he is and like as, who knows know, him better. 
than like Betty Cooper. Than Betty. So it's, it's like, it, you're, I can you're right. see something like that happening. It might not last all season. It might not last forever. But like, I can definitely see him going to that place to deal with his like grief. And like, yeah. she's there yeah. for him in that, in that kind of way. Right. It's true. It's true. Cause I do feel like Veronica doesn't really have much to offer to the story. Like her dad's in jail. She literally put her dad in jail. Like, and I think that's always been the hardest part for Veronica and Archie. Yeah. Like she can't get to those places that he needs her to get to. Right. And she might have learned. Maybe she's better at that now. But I still feel like if if they were ever going to do a Barchi moment, I feel like this is probably their best like. This is the time. Their best time to do it maybe, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, one final thing before we move on to our extra points. Um, Ashley Murray, who plays Josie uh, McCoy, is also returning for that one episode um, in the show. Which one? The Fred one? Yeah. Aww. So everybody's coming back for the funeral, Aww. I guess. Like That's it's so gonna sad. like guys, it's gonna be very emotional. So just get ready for that. Um, so those are the top uh the top points, but let's talk a little bit about some more updates, some little pieces of news that we got from this uh Comic Con weekend. So the first one that I wanted to talk about is the farm storyline. Thank goodness will be done by episode three. Um, <laughs> so, I'm done. <laughs> like we've been done, but yeah, yeah. It, we obviously it needs to be over. They kept it very open last season about the fact that they all ascended slash ran away. So it's all going to be, I think, episode one, two, and three. All of Betty's storyline is going to be her working with her brother to, um, you know, find her mom and get her mom out safely. Yeah. So fi- what when that happens, the whole farm storyline will be done. So hopefully. Cool. Uh, you know, Polly will be gone and arrested and, uh, you know, Chad, my Chad, Michael Murray, Edgar will be also arrested and everyone will be arrested. Like, I don't yeah, know. I'm ready for that I, to be done. I, with. I'm over it. It's expired. It it's expired. To be done. Yeah, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> you are expired. We're done here. Um, another thing that I thought was really interesting that I wanted to talk about was, yeah. um, Cheryl, uh, is yeah. going to be talking about a lot of her mental health issues in season four. Um, because as you guys remember at the end of season three, she is hanging out with her dead she keeps brother's, her dead brother's body. body in the basement. Yeah. yeah. I think this was a really big thing for Madeline to like talk about, but here's, right. here's, here's where I'm worried. If they don't give it enough time, it's not going to work and it's not going to give it justice. I think mental health in like young adults is like a huge storyline and like major, yeah, major. And I definitely think, think that they should explore it for sure because this girl has seen enough trauma to last a lifetime, Yeah, but they got to do it justice and they have to do it. They have to do it right or else it's not going to work. And it's like kind of, you just, you can't botch something like this, you know? Yeah. So I hope that like the way that she's saying it is the way that they do it and they actually do explore that and like they get into it, you know? Like, that's the thing. If I if, have, yeah. If Madeline didn't have the range that she does as an actress to go from like perky and bitchy yeah. to this like vulnerable and sad and tormented, emotionally tormented girl, then I'd be like, yeah, just make her like a total bitch. But we've seen Cheryl as this very sure. vulnerable, sad character even and, in season one. So, and she can play it. She's an amazing actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the writing. Whatever they write for her and oh, yeah, however they sure. develop the story, it, that's where it's going to be. She, she can kill it no matter what. Major importance. I have full confidence in her. Absolutely. 
Um, some parent updates, I guess we want, I just wanted to cover off, um, the phone call at the end of season three that Hermione gets, uh, from somebody, it's not from Hiram, but it's about Hiram, um, that gets, um, exposed at some point in time, um, whatever mystery or plan that he had in place is going to be exposed, but also they're in jail now, both of them are in jail, so that's like Veronica's parents, um, we are going to find out what happened to Penelope Blossom uh, at some point because she ran away at the end of season three. And I think that's all the fucking parents that are left in Riverdale. <laughs> like, and, I, I, and I do think they want to focus on, on, on the senior year this year and yeah. they want to give it to the kids. And, and I'm, I agree with that because I think you got to let, let it sit and like you need time to like explore everyone's storylines. Right. Um, and none of the parents were at Comic-Con this year. So none of them. Yeah. I mean, that could have been a little bit because of Luke's passing and, and yeah. I don't know, but it just felt like the the core five is really the focus of the senior year. And so it, I don't know how much the parents are going to have to do in the season. Yeah, for sure. Um, I really want to quickly talk about Veronica because she has a few things running this season. Like I said, she's going to be trying to apply to college. Hiram's going to try to dash those dreams by sending paparazzi to her school. Um, apparently she has a few scenes with a new principal because she probably gets in trouble for all that yeah. kind of stuff. So we'll see that happening. But a few other things outside of the unsupervised parties at the Pembroke um, is she's apparently going to be getting a mystery guardian to take care of her. Like a family member. Maybe her like grandma yeah. or something. Maybe or, like, her an abuela. aunt or something. Yeah. Do you think I it's going to be a woman or be... a man? I don't know. I like what know. if it's like an, another evil version of Hiram? <laughs> it's Hiram's I don't twin think brother. They will do... <laughs> it's I just Marcus Wales another... playing his brother. I don't know if they'll do a guy just because yeah. like daddy's role is so big in her life. That's but true, maybe they'll true. do like like a grandma or like an aunt or something like Hermione's sister or something like that. That'll be interesting, and I'll, I would like to see like what they do and like what the significance of his character, yeah, that, that character totally. is going to be. Yeah. Um, Veronica and Cheryl are also going to be. Um, like having a joint business ven- venture together. I'm not sure what that means, but know. like they're going to be doing something together. And finally, and I don't know why I left this as the final moment. Sorry, guys. This is a little anticlimactic, but uh, Tony Topaz is getting yeah. her origin story. <laughs> Which I guess. I mean, like, maybe somebody's excited, excited about, about that. Like, yeah. are you excited about that? I, th- I think um, I heard it on the panel and someone just asked it and, and Roberta was like, no, we're definitely going to get like her origin story and like figure right. out like where she came from, like who's her family. And I was like, OK, cool. Like, I didn't know we were going to get that. But like, all right, I'm down. I like, mean, that being that said, I do an episode. F- and here's the thing. We always say this, right? Like when you do have just it just about teenagers and just about their lives, you're going to have to start diving into their characters because it's yes. like there's nothing else. And I'm totally down for that because I've been complaining all season three. I am down to figure out like who is who, why are they the way they are, where do they mm-hmm. come from, who are their parents. I want to know all of that. So I'm yeah. down. Yeah, I'm, I am really excited about it regardless. I think it's going to be a really great um, season. I'm really looking forward to it. That is our podcast, guys. Damn, did you miss podcasting? Great. I do miss podcasting. I do miss talking to you about it. I think that especially with the season four, um, I'm really excited about it. Sounds like it, a lot of fun. Yeah, it really does feel like in a really creepy way that they've been listening to our podcast, and yeah, I'm not gonna like lie. they've been like, guys, everyone's complaining. Like we got to go back to season one, like yeah. times. Also, so, like if you guys want to hire us, like a fish, like maybe you guys should just holler, DM us, <laughs> like hello. <laughs> so it's exciting. I'm super excited for season four. 
it premieres, I think, in October, like maybe yes. mid-October. Um, yeah. So we still have like, a little bit of time. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you listen to the full version here, we also have a shorter version. countdown video on our YouTube as well. So be sure to check that out. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode. We got our Rewinder Squad, White and Wesley, our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Sarge, Serena, Kate, and Soleil, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. And you can also find us, obviously, on all the podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, following, reviewing, and commenting to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. And also to have us at a better standing. We want to be out there with all the EWs and get sent to Comic-Con next year. So yes, make it happen for us. Yes. Help us. Help a sister out. Help a brother out. Um, but thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.